How can we protect individual employees in home office and entire companies in the cloud? Secure working conditions in times of mobile and flexible working is playing a continually growing role. Welcome to the first episode of our podcast, SysTalk. We aim to find and give answers to the challenges and problems each company must deal with on their own individual digital transformation path. My name is Jan Köppen and I'm the host of SysTalk. And when we were planning this podcast, we saw the importance of today's topic basically pass before our very eyes. Meetings, for instance, are no longer taking place personally on site, but as video calls now. And communication has suddenly become much more digital virtually overnight. Many of us know this, and you as our listeners are most likely also being confronted with these challenges in one way or another. But above all, the question is, how can you secure working processes on the technical side? Which is why we've chosen just the right partner to talk with today. I welcome Thomas Czersich, Chief Security Officer at Deutsche Telekom. Hi, Jan. So, yeah, I'm uh, taking care on security at Deutsche Telekom uh, overall. But this is not only about the cyber part. It's also about the physical part. And it's also about protecting our people and our stuff, which is uh, out of utmost importance these days. So, like like everyone today, so a lot is being expected of many IT service providers and departments in today's, yeah, it is exceptional situation. On the one hand... Their way of working has likely fundamentally changed over the past few weeks. On the other hand, they have to continue to function very smoothly and ensure secure IT systems for their customers or colleagues and teams in other departments also under these new conditions. So how do they manage these two tasks at the same time? Yeah, that's that's an interesting question and exactly the challenge as we are all facing the same restrictions in in these times so we need to stay home at home we uh, need to take care about our people to protect our people and at the same time um, serving the demands of our clients um, which are facing the same challenges yeah so the good one on that is that we can learn a lot from our own procedures um, to to serve the demand of the customers at the same time uh, but nevertheless Uh, without preparation up front and a good planning up front, uh, this would not work. Um, yeah, so there should be kind of preparation. And for me, as a personal, my job as a TV host, as, as a person at home, a lot of things changed over the last few weeks. I had to record a TV show in my office, kind of. And how is it for you right now at the moment, um, so you're in home office or how and where are you working right now? Yeah, I stayed for almost uh, four weeks in uh, my home office, uh, but I really missed to um, be direct in touch with, with the colleagues. Uh, so the beginning of this week, I started going back into my office and have the first meetings on site. But yeah, it, w it was quite a tough time and, and a challenging time to stand up early in the morning, start with the first uh, telephone conferences and WebEx meetings um, throughout the whole day. So no break in between as in usual office days where you have breaks in between just to change the rooms and you're sitting at the same spot for, for the whole day. So and it, it really feels like like hard uh, body work uh, at the end of the day mm -hmm. and was really, really challenging. So therefore, I'm really, really looking forward to be back in the office. 
uh, so it's like a, the the home office gym kind of. But yeah, one question I'm thinking about right now is: uh, Did you feel more e effective in a kind of way? It, it depends a little, yeah. So in in some areas, you're you're more effective, uh, in in others not. Yeah. A good example is. Um, Our service centers, for instance, yeah, people um, answering phone calls are working um, from from abroad these days, and uh, they have an increased efficiency. Uh, but other other kind mm -hmm. of services uh, have have lower efficiency. Um, so it depends a little on on the function and on the task you're you're dealing with. So overall, for me, it feels for me personally, it feels a, a little bit. Being in the in the same effectiveness, uh, but really missing out the personal context to the teams. Okay, so and and you described your case. Is this the case throughout the department within the entire company, or what is the situation like with the employees, or what do things look like for the entire team overall? So, so I'm hearing mostly the same from the team that it's really challenging to work uh, from home the whole day. Um, and, and a lot of them really missed out um, to, to be in touch. Um, also have a lot of, of colleagues uh, who have to do homeschooling at the same time while working at home, uh, which is a, a really a double challenge, so to say. And, and yeah, mm -hmm. so this is an abnormal situation and hopefully we get rid of it as soon as possible. Um, yeah, we hope so. And so... Do you or what do you need to do home office? So, um, does every service employee at your company work with a laptop? Or but that, that's a, actually a very good question, as this was one of the major challenges in uh, the beginning of the Corona crisis. So we have uh, uh, roughly sixteen thousand people working in our service center, so answering phone calls for customers dialing in, and and also doing dial out calls uh, to our customers, and they usually don't have laptops. They're sitting at desktops doing desk sharing throughout the day um, with other colleagues uh, with desktop PCs. So how to make mm -hmm. home office happen with these desktop PCs, which are, are fixedly installed at, at the workplaces. Um, so this was, was actually the challenge. But if you start think twice on it, um, you immediately come to the point at the very end, a desktop is nothing else than a laptop in a bigger bigger case so to say um, and you can install the same software you have on, on your laptop so you can easily use this for remote as well even if it's not that handy to carry it with you but you only have to carry once uh, into the home office and uh, for sure uh, at one point in time back into the normal office so um Having said that, we were able to equip all these 16,000 employees um, with, with these desktop PCs within one and a half week, uh, enable them to work from home. Okay, so hardware is the one thing, and you said it already about the software. What was it like, or is it like with the software? Is, is it more difficult to implement that? Mainly that that's not not the challenge. Um, the, the software itself is it's easy to distribute on on these systems. The, the challenge is more within the the connections you need for for the company uh, for the corporate network access. So so usually we have 
or we had uh, before the the corona crisis uh, roughly 60,000 66,000 um, parallel lines for employees which was sufficiently enough for all the people working from abroad but then nowadays we have roughly 80,000 people working from home and um, so mm -hmm. that shows there was an, an higher demand for more bandwidth for more parallel lines and um, this needed to be equipped within a very short period of time and that that's the, the actually the challenge and a lot of of customers i'm talking to uh, did it without any security they just connected the pcs in the home offices there was no security for the connection no encryption no authentication at all and if you do it like that you end up in a disaster almost um, providing mm -hmm. access for attackers on your your secret data your customer data and and uh, by doing so also losing trust so so it kind of moves from the like the 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 workspace into your private space where you don't so in my case i don't care that much about online security yeah because right? you can see your work in tv <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So after all these weeks in in yeah in this crisis, have you been able to gather some lessons already after just the first weeks? So so yeah yeah for sure we do have some lessons yeah so a lot of things uh, which we thought upfront were not possible to to achieve very fast are really turned out as the wrong assumptions. Um, giving you an example, just recently had a, had a talk with one of my colleagues. Uh, he was taking over a new position um, in a very classical department um, of our company. And, and he told me um, he was originally planning to introduce stuff like homework, mobile working, beginning of summer this year. And he, he actually planned um, to run a program for several months on it. Yeah, and now it turned out um, that that it happened overnight, so to say. It happened really overnight. The digitization mm -hmm. take place, and all his his stuff is now working from abroad. And and he never thought upfront that it's that easy uh, to to achieve that. So um, you can call it Corona pandemic, but you can also call it the the biggest digitization project ever in the mankind. Yeah, and it feels like because everyone is now on video calls and in a in a private and in a work sector, everyone is kind of online all the time. But will will it be like this after the pandemic, or will we get back to like the old structures and methods? How do you feel about that? So I would think both of it uh, is, is valid. Yeah, so a lot of things will will get back, but um, the world will not be the same than than before yeah so um at least um technologies like video conferencing which was um for sure used but not that popular uh, before um is, is really growing tremendously in these days and i guess this will stay yeah so i Mm -hmm. can easily remember uh, roughly 15 years ago or something like that. So I guess it was really around 15 years. Um, I had my first uh, video conferencing uh, ISDN-based uh, telephone. It, yeah, it was... Don't don't know how to say in English, yeah, but it was not that successful in the marketplace uh, <laughs> uh, that, or these times or that times. Um, 
but today it's quite common. It's quite common to sit in front of your computer to, to see your colleagues uh, while doing meetings. And this will stay, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it's in fact it's a it's a good thing to do so. Also, in 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 yeah, uh, looking at the facts about climate change, it's a good thing to have it to to stay and to stick with it. Um, so it totally makes makes sense to do it like this. And still, there is this question of security online. So, have the security demands for companies changed as a result of this, like? changing working environment at the moment yeah but before we come to the security point let let me make one point on on the challenges um uh, but, but mm -hmm. um so i see a challenge also that creative work cannot really be done remotely so this is work where you need to stick together we need to get together in a room um, to discuss and uh, to feel the tensions in the room but also the creativity to to produce results so this will still be a challenge to do that fully remotely but now coming to your question or coming back to your question um the security challenge is you need to think upfront how to use these kind of technologies. So if you're not planning in the right way, you will end up in a total disaster because um, you open up the door for attackers um, if you're not using proper authentication. You open up the door for data thefts if you're not using encryption. And in the past, it was more uh, to build a fence around your company and putting everything um, inside the fence. So the computer center was inside the fence, the, the desktop PCs were inside the fence, uh, the people as well. And also the production sites were inside the fence. But then it started with, with cloud services. So the data were suddenly flowing out of the fence and, and you needed to take action on the data um, uh, out of your, your local control. And what we see in, in these Corona times Your people, your employees are also getting out of the fence. They're sitting in their home office. They're working from everywhere in the world. And um, taking this into account will result in having different kind of security concepts for the future. And um, maybe also end up in giving up a little control because you need to trust cloud service providers that they are taking care of your data you need to trust your employees in their home office you can't control uh, every step they're doing in their home office so therefore we will end up and we we definitely need new kind of security concepts for the future um, regarding these trends okay so um, it's always about security and maybe people trying to get in criminals um, That's a thing you have to do for your customers, but are you also able to analyze the needs of your customers right now, even under these more difficult circum circumstances and find the yeah perfectly matching solution? So how do you go about the job right now? So so right now, the biggest demands are, are really enabling people from working abroad. Um, so therefore, we have sufficiently uh, enough solutions available and um, we Yeah, the, the second biggest demand is the online collaboration. Also, therefore, we have the tools and technology in place. Yeah, there are a lot of services, uh, also new and upcoming uh, services and hidden stars in, in these days. Um, 
but but I believe after the crisis, we really need to sit together with the clients and talking about their experience in these days, and we will come up to total different solutions we can't even think about today, and and we will find totally new ways of of collaboration. Mm. So you are talking about the future. So is it a, a possible model for the future beyond the times of the current crisis? So it sounds like new work, which was being discussed long before Corona. Is it new work? Yeah, whatever new new work means. Yeah, new work is um, <laughs> yeah. also new day, new work. Yeah, so you can say it like that. Um, I'm I'm not in favor talking about new work because actually the work is not really changing. The tool set is changing. We're using for the work, mm -hmm. so the tasks are still the same, even if the 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 locations are different, even if the tools are different. Um, but we we used to use more digital tools than than ever before, and, and suddenly we see we can do without fear. It works. It works, and and we we experience that within weeks now. We were discussing over years and decades uh, upfront, and now it works within 15 days. Will there be a different kind of maybe also pressure? Like, yeah, we did that back then in 15 days. Why can't we do it right now in 15 days? Yeah, I agree that this pressure will, will come up. Um, but I guess also... If we take the right learnings out of it, uh, we, we can be faster in the future as well. So if we're really able to, to achieve this within 15 days um, or the way we did it, we we might miss out some important things. Yeah, But um, mm -hmm. we, we also gathered a lot of experience just by doing so. And based on that experience, we can adapt to what we did. And... Um, Maybe this try, error, and adapt um, kind of thing makes us faster for the future as well. And this is also valid for security. Um, for sure, it's not a good idea to, to get rid of all the security and, and open up just the doors uh, in, in your household. Uh, nobody would do that because uh, you fear that, that robbers came in and, and take out your stuff. Um, so therefore, it's, it's not a good idea just only to experiment on that. But a little of that do some experimentation yeah try to figure out how far you can go by doing so uh, would really really help to become faster in the future as well so it is in the future more about the small steps instead of like big leaps yeah i'm a st strong believer of small steps if you you want to achieve the 100% it's easier to go first for the 20 And then for the 40 and so on, so on percent, um, compared just trying to get the 100% in the first step. It's, it's always the fastest way. And, and that's the reason why we, we moved a lot in, in uh, software development in agile methods like Scrum. But this is about doing it in smaller steps, putting it, uh, or how to eat the elephant, yeah, piecewise instead of the full elephant in, in one portion. And, um, But this also shows the challenge because um, working in Scrum mode needs a lot of agility, a lot of creativity, and, and also is a lot about sitting together in a room, um, taking the sticky notes on the walls and do the planning. 
And to bring that in a virtual environment is not that easy in the first step. Yeah, we, we might not have the right tools for that yet, or we might not know the right tools. They, they may still exist, but we, we might not um, used to it now. And I believe out of this current situation, we will see a lot of uh, new innovations coming up. A lot of people now sitting somewhere in the world thinking about how to solve that problem and, and coming up in the future with new ideas, new solutions, which will make a difference. And talking about people sitting all over the world having ideas, some of them might be criminals. <laughs> so do you experience a, a different kind of criminal energy within this crisis? Yeah, also, also people with ideas, which are good for, for my profession, because um, otherwise... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, nobody needs me for doing the security job, but just kidding. Um, yeah, there, there are a lot of people out there in the world and, and trying to make use out of the situation. Um, so what we do not see is a major difference in the amount of attacks, but we see a slight shift in the kind of attacks. So, so for instance, in, in spam and phishing attacks, um, Attackers nowadays using more the corona topic yeah, to make the people curious about a vaccination or whatever kind of things, um, at least to to make them click on, on a link in an email um, to install them a malware malicious code on their machine. So, so therefore, we, we also need to focus on that, that criminals are almost all the time focusing on the situation, trying to adapt their criminal models on the current situation. And, and we, we need to be some skeptic, you know, not clicking on every link in every email, even if we don't know the, um, the sender of the email. And, and one thing is for sure, nobody would, would uh, provide you a gift of one million uh, US dollars or euro by email. Oh, damn. Damn. I just <laughs> clicked. You just clicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, that's like I'm I'm getting those mails kind of every day, and yeah, much more with the with the corona as a topic. Um, so more or less as a summary, what will remain after the crisis? So you started to give some advices, but do you have one more advice or a tip for our listeners? Yeah, so starting with the tip. Um, I believe the first and most important thing is to be a little skeptic and, and to look twice on, on what you have in your inbox. And and if you get emails you don't know about, just delete them, yeah? So just delete them, even if you don't know the sender. Um, so that's an easy one. The second one is also an easy one, and um, it's, it's out of the same um, age than computer science in total. Um, it's about... Um, patching your systems. So we still see infection with computer viruses uh, from 2008. We still see infections um, on the configure worm and there is a patch fixing that vulnerability being used by that worm available since 2008. And we still see infections these days. Mm -hmm. So more than 10 years after it was released. So Doing the homework, cleaning up the garage is, is the most important stuff when you talk about computer security. If you then also install the latest uh, malware, anti-malware software, not the malware hopefully itself, but the anti-malware software, <laughs> uh, you 
somehow in a good and stable situation. And um, after that, you can call me or my colleagues uh, or professionals in, in cybersecurity to help you with individual concepts. Um, as we all uh, relying on on professional services, as we are not not the experts in every science. Yeah. So, so therefore. If you, you can switch on a computer, you're not a specialist for cybersecurity. So it's a better idea to call people who are used to it and, and who have knowledge uh, on that, uh, even if you're an enterprise. Yeah, and that's what my, my last short question leads to. Um, there's been lots of talk about the crisis, as we did right now as a digitalization driver. So how, how can I ensure as a company that my cybersecurity grows too? You need to invest money in that. So it comes not for free. There's no free lunch, nowhere. And uh, that's the same with cybersecurity. Um, a, a good good point to measure is uh, having about um, three to five percent of your IT spends um, as spends for cybersecurity. So that's a good orientation point. But that might be only an orientation point as if you're dealing with uh, special topics, a lot of R&D or so, you might need to spend more uh, or it could also be you that, that you need to spend less. Um, but to figure that out, you need to talk to experts. When you not have the experts in your teams, you, you should really talk to experts. You talk to companies who are specialized on that. As, as we discussed, criminals are developing and uh, trying to to invent new kinds of attacks day by day um, so you need to catch up with them and without the profession and without doing that on a daily basis you're lost in that process so therefore the best advice is call the specialist bring them into the company and and really make your cfo aware to spend money on it otherwise it will cost you a lot more yeah so just take care about your cyber hygiene yeah like like washing kind of. the hands yeah like washing the hands you have to wash your it system somehow uh, to have the cyber hygiene so yeah that's kind of a good closing for uh, this podcast episode so uh, thank you very much thomas thank you so and i certainly am not the only one who has learned something today you too we are hopefully able to take away some interesting informations here and there so thomas gave us insights into how t-systems has reacted to the pandemic and what the company has been able to learn for future crises. being well prepared is one important aspect communication is also important in addition to technology and yeah that's it for the first episode um we have come to the end if you have enjoyed listening then i look forward to welcoming you to subscribe to our podcast and until then i say goodbye look forward to the next episode and everybody stay safe mm -hmm.